Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter better way to say jealous. As in Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're um rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org/caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to MundoSalsaRadio.com, the go-to place for all your salsa needs. Join our dedicated hosts as we remember, respect, and reinforce the Latin classics of yesterday, the hits of today, and evolutionary sounds of tomorrow. From here and from all over the world. So forget the rest and listen to the best. Mundo Salsa Radio, where salsa is done right.
A very good evening to everyone out there and welcome to another exciting edition of Manteniendo la Salsa. This is your host, DJ Ricardo Capicu. Hope everyone had a wonderful week leading up to tonight's very, very special show. I don't know whether you've seen the flyers on social media or whatever, but tonight we have the honor of being graced by the presence of a wonderful young man, excellent singer, a wonderful composer. Uh, he's doing a lot of stuff out there uh, in, in the uh, with the salsa genre. And I, I think this uh, show will really uh, showcase his talents. And, uh, but with that being said, I don't want to talk too much because I want him to come on in a few. But I'm going to start off the show with, with his latest uh, release. It just came out. In fact, I think it came out of a few minutes before midnight, New Year's. So it's going about three weeks now. And this is a, a, a song that he sings with it, uh, Mr. Edwin Ortiz y la Mafia del Guaguancó. And the name of the song is Todos Saben de la Rumba. And it features uh, my very special guest, Mr. Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. And by the time these two hours are over, you're going to get to know him intimately. <laughs> okay, so here we go with Todos Saben de la Rumba. Que están hablando los adultos. Brr. 
That was the new one by Edwin Ortiz y la Mafia del Guabanco, and it features my special guest for the evening, Mr. Hector Luis Pagan. And uh, he's right here. He's uh, waiting to say a few words to all you people out there. Hector, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing very, very well, Richie. I am super excited and appreciative for the opportunity to have this conversation with you and i promise while we are going to share a lot of intimate stories like you said <laughs> i'm not sharing my social security or anything like that no. so it won't be that intimate oh. but <laughs> no i'm actually really really excited and appreciative i want to thank you richie for what you um and everyone here at the station are doing to support our music so when you know you reached out and we had the the lengthy conversation about coming on and and doing this special show, man, I was uh, I was very, like I said, very appreciative, excited. Um, so again, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. It's it's our pleasure too. So uh, you know, uh, but anyway, let's get into a few little uh, stories. First of all, this song that just came out three weeks ago, "Todos Saben de la Rumba." Uh, Edwin has sent it to me, okay, and uh, and I was listening to it, and right away. I picked up, I said, wait a minute, this sounds like, reminds me of another song. And I had to go into my mm-hmm. uh, my memory bank in my brain, and I I said, Louis Cruz, 1975, Si Los Rumberos Llaman. And I picked yes. out the song, and I played it, and sure enough, there's a little part there in the song that reminds me of that song. I, uh, I thought it was my brain that was going, I was going crazy, you know. I, I have to tell you, I am impressed um, again by you, Richie, because you have uh, uh, the, the ear. Your ears are like hawks' eye, eyesights, right? Um, <laughs> this. <laughs> so, I will tell you. So, Edwin, Edwin Ortiz, was preparing his project, and and Edwin, I don't know if you're listening. Um, hopefully, I won't be sharing too much, but. Edwin was preparing his project. As you know, he's um, he's working on his entire production. Um, I believe he's had uh, three to four releases already. Uh, we could chat about that a little bit. But um, this tune, actually, uh, was going to be recorded by another well-known salsa artist, someone whom I have a great deal of respect for. And Edwin picked out the tune and had it arranged. Um, and unfortunately, because of scheduling conflicts, Edwin was going to record in Puerto Rico. Um, this artist was actually traveling outside of Puerto Rico during the time. Long story short, they couldn't coordinate. And so Edwin said, you know what, I think I'm going to have him do another tune at a later date. But I'm, a, I'm on a little bit of a time crunch. So Hector, would you record the tune? So 
candidly speaking, I am um, Richie, as I, as you know, and as you and I have discussed, right? I am really focusing on my compositions in addition to my singing, right? Um, I, um, I'm focusing on my compositions and really trying to promote um, uh, my uh, my writing. And so I told Edwin, you know what? I'll do the tune, um, but can you send me the arrangement? Um, and just don't send me the lyrics or the melody as of yet. I kind of want to hear it and get a feel for it, right? What I actually had in mind was to see if I could write something to it um, so that, again, it could be something that's one of my original tunes. Um, and so when he sent me the arrangement, immediately I, um, I came up with the melody line and, and the lyrics that you hear. But the original tune, and again, Edwin, I apologize if this is too much information, <laughs> the original tune that uh, the that this this arrangement was framed around was si los rumberos me llaman the one that you actually wow. uh, recall so that's probably why there's a little bit of a break here or there that you hear that has some that that sounded familiar yeah. but I took I I actually had not listened to it I wasn't even really aware of what song you know the arrangement was built around and I um, composed uh, todos saben de rumba wow. <laughs> yeah, so great ear, great ear. Oh, okay. great ear. Yeah, what was that again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, repeat that. Repeat yeah, that. repeat that. Yeah. All right. te conviene, te conviene, right. There you go. <laughs> but mira, este, real quick, vamos a explicarle a la gente. Uh, okay, I am curious too because uh, it's one of the few questions I, 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 you know, didn't cover, but. Uh, how did you get started with the music? I mean, give us a little background on your 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 history there. You, you know, you, you know, it's it's actually for me like really difficult to say because I feel like I've always just loved music. Um, I feel like you know I've been composing before I could write, <laughs> right? Okay. So I was already as far as I can remember making up melodies singing songs that didn't exist right so basically making them up um and so honestly i feel like it's just been something that was just so natural okay. um but i will tell you that um i really started i would say so my first uh, professional experience at the level of playing with a well-organized you know well-known band in new york was um when i joined a band called the new yorican salsa boys um, that band, the musical director and leader of that band, uh, William Bill Quinones, Billy Quinones, is a great trumpet player from New York. Um, I, I, I guess I was like 18, I don't even remember. Um, but prior to that, I was already singing, doing shows. Um, but then I joined that band. I was with um, the Salsa Boys for about five years, I believe. Okay. And... Yeah, and um, we actually recorded a um, a demo um, or a two song single. It really was a single because it was released on the radio um, in New York. Um, and one of the compositions in that project, we did a, a cover tune, and then we did an original which I wrote. And I actually wrote that song when I was a kid. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, so I've been really writing and and you know, creating music at some level or another pretty much all my life. So it's uh, it's been kind of a natural evolution, if, wow. I, if, if I may say. Yeah. So you would consider yourself yeah. a writer before a singer. In other words, is, is, in a way? 
absolutely do. To yeah. be honest, I absolutely do. Yeah, I'm I'm not that good at any at any of the two, but I but if I had to choose, I think I'm a better yeah. uh, composer yeah, than we, I am a singer. Well, well, we we will let our audience decide because we have a nice little selection here of songs, which uh, really focuses on your uh, first your writing ability as well as your singing, and I think, uh, in my opinion, your singing is <laughs> is on point. Is on point. Thank you. But thank you, thank you. Anyway, uh, when did you join at the Conjunto Clásico? So after, you know, right after I left the Salsa Boys, I think I mentioned I was about five years with the band. Right. Um, I started, again, focusing on my writing. And so um, I was writing for quite a few um, local artists and, and, you know, well-known artists in New York. Um, I partnered with Chino Nunez, um, the great percussionist, yeah, um, in many, many projects. So I almost became uh, his house composer, let's call it that way, uh, for many projects that um, he was hired as a um, producer. He would, you know, uh, uh, basically bring me in as a composer. So I was doing a lot of writing in New York. And through that process... Um, I met a good friend who is, is basically like my brother now, Felix Andino, still a very, very good friend, um, worked on his project. And through that, I signed um, with the person who was also Felix's manager, um, a management deal. And as part of that deal, we were working on my first demo slash production. You know, back then you did a lot of demos, right? There wasn't right. Uh, the... The ability to release uh, songs that easily on your own and, you know, with all of these social media and um, and digital platforms that we have now. So we were working on that first demo and um, I uh, I was doing two originals. So basically I had eight songs arranged and I was doing them little by little. But the first two originals that I was recording, which I believe you're going to play one soon, um, we um, I was recording in the studio in New York and the musical uh the owner of the studio and engineer is a well-known piano player who's actually in florida now roberto navarro okay um yeah played and directed i think la fascination one of the founders of uh, co-founders of fascination played with so many great bands in new york and for a period of time he played and directed conjunto clásico and so he and domingo ramos domingo who's also uh, a well-known singer and producer, they were producing my project and they showed my one of my compositions to Ray Castro, the founder and musical band director of, of Conjunto Clásico. They showed them one of my tunes really behind my back <laughs> without telling me. And, 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 and Robert tells me, you know, I didn't say anything to you because we didn't, you know, we didn't know, you know, what Ray's reaction would be, right? Would he like it or not? And we didn't kind of want you to get your hopes up. And one day, you know, Roberto calls me and says, hey, you know, do you know who Ray Castro is? And I said, of course, absolutely. And he says, well, he wants to meet you, you know? And yeah. so we scheduled the meeting and actually in the studio in Brooklyn um, where I was recording. And, um, and Ray, you know, we had a long conversation, a great conversation. Ray tells me, look, can I give you a list of about five or six of Conjunto Clásico songs and ask if maybe you can learn one and you can come to the rehearsal that we're having, which honestly was like three or four days away from that meeting. Um, and, and just have at least one of the songs ready 
so we can, you know, kind of hear you. So it was basically an audition, although, you know, we don't like to use that word, right? <laughs> it was basically an audition. Um, what I didn't tell Ray was that I was a huge fan of Classico. So I knew all of their music. So when he gave me the list of songs, I'm like, I know all of these songs, yeah, you, you know, know obviously, right? right? <laughs> um, so I showed up to the rehearsal three or four days later and we did the first song. I, I don't even remember which song it was, but we did the song and um, and Ray, you know, called me over to the side and said, hey, you know, we have a couple of gigs coming up. You know, we would like you to, to do the gig and maybe join the band. And I, I spent, I don't even know how many years, 17 years or more wow. <laughs> with Clásico. Yeah. So I was in the beginning. Yeah, so, so I really, it, it's, it's funny because when I speak about, you know, my, my musical history, it's not really lengthy from the perspective of, you know, working with many bands, you know, uh, I know a, a lot of great artists who, and I think that that's a great way to grow, right? A lot of great artists, a lot of great singers in New York who have had the opportunity to play with many bands and kind of evolve. Um, my growth really, you know, I was starting out, I was very, very young, and I joined, you know, a band that I idolized, and I was there for a long time. So really kind of in a nutshell, I always say my true musical history it was started with classical you know right. i i truly started with classical so it was a it was the, the the school of hard knocks because ray had and has very very high expectations um from from every perspective from musically you know your professionalism attire um the respect of of your audience you know what you do on stage what you don't do on stage um and um the little bit that I know, I, I think that a, a lot of it, a lot of those skills I honed with, with that band and with Ray. I hear you. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to start. I'm going to play this next number here. I'm going to play. Uh, it's uh, with Conjunto Clásico. Esta tarde. The, yeah. the, okay. Do you want to, well, you could talk about it after this, uh, after the song, but I'll play that one and then I'm going to follow that up with another one called Si Ella Estuviera. Does that sound good? Awesome. Awesome? Sounds great to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to sound great to the people out there for sure. So anyway, here we go. So. At uh, Esta Tarde, this is Conjunto Clásico with a very young Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. So here we go. Awesome. Enjoy. Esa tarde el sol se vio junto a la luna. Las estrellas le brindaban serenatas y el mar brillaba de tanta alegría y bailaban una danza en las montañas. Esa tarde un gran silencio hubo en la selva y por ser tanta emoción tembló la tierra, los volcanes derramaban cosas bellas. Que esa tarde fuera eterna Esa tarde los árboles se besaban El color del arco iris era más bello Y los 
veces con cariño se miraba No faltaban las palabras de un te quiero Esa tarde llovió pétalos de flores Y los rayos eran de multicolores Fue la tarde que mirándome a los ojos Me dijiste que era rey de tus amores Okay, that was Edda. Uh, I'm sorry, it's that out there. I'm so excited over here talking to Hector, man. I'm the Toy Gago, you know, so please forgive me for that. 
But anyway, that was Esta Tarde, and that was at the Conjunto Clásico with Hector Luis Pagan and the vocals. Coming up next is another tune by Conjunto, Conjunto Clásico, and it's called Si Ella Estuviera. So here we go.
Alrighty, once again that was Conjunto Clásico with Si Ella Estuviera. Hector, what could you tell me about these two songs? This is off of uh, the, the, the first album that you uh, participated in, is that correct? Correct, correct. The first album I recorded, first album I did with Clásico. And um, that was the name of the actual album, Si Ella Estuviera. That's a composition by Ramón Rodríguez. Nice. Who, um, yeah, who many of you may know is uh, probably, in my opinion, one of the best composers out of Puerto Rico, honestly. And um, uh, wrote pretty much almost everything in uh, Clásico's um, history, right, in their, in their musical catalog, which is why I am so, you know, humbly proud of Esa Tarde, because Esa Tarde um, is one of my compositions, and it's a rare find to see a composition from another composer in a Conjunto Clásico production. Um, but that song is actually what opened the doors for me to join the band. Um, mm -hmm. As I was saying earlier, that was one of the tunes that I was recording as part of my first production. Wow. So... Um, Yeah, so Esa Tarde was originally arranged with, uh, I believe, two trombones and two trumpet, orchestra style, right, with timbal. Uh -huh. And um, it had a guitar with a guitar solo. Um, and that was the song that uh, Roberto Navarro and Domingo Ramos showed to Ray Castro that led to Ray Castro asking for a meeting. And then when we were preparing the project, Ray said, And I would love to include that song in the album. And I was like, wow, yeah. absolutely. Wow. So that arrangement is almost identical to the original arrangement, except Ramon Sanchez, who did all of the arrangements for the album Si Ella Estuviera. I believe he did all the arrangements, if I remember correctly. He, um, he sort of transposed it, for lack of a better term, to the instrumentation of classical. So made it conjunto style, um, added the tres, um, you know, made it... Um, Uh, just four trumpets rather than the the two trombones and two trumpets, and um, and it's funny because there, there's a there's a, a, pr a long verse there, right, uh, which we call a pregón, right, where I go. That verse there, that's where in the original version that I recorded, that was a guitar solo, and. Oh, Jose Garcia, musical director, current musical director of Conjunto Clásico Entrecita. Um, uh, <laughs> we, we are best of friends. We, we speak for hours on the phone, but he probably resents <laughs> that there was actually a tres solo there. Wow. And um, so, yeah, so when the, when the arrangement was transposed, Ramon, uh, Ramon Sanchez uh, left that space for the solo. And so Jose recorded the tres solo, which was an amazing solo. But Ray Castro, one day we were in the studio and we were finalizing the mix for the song. So it was done. And Ray says, you know what, Hector? I feel like, I actually feel like you should do something there. I love the tres solo, but I, I feel like it, the song calls for, it's just so romantic. And, and um, funny, he... I walk into the booth. I started warming up. He went to get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He comes back to the studio, and that was done already. And the engine, yes, yes, the engineer, Dave Feliciano, 
um, when Ray walks in, he was like, okay, so we're ready to get this done. And, and, and Dave says, sit down, sit down, take a listen. And he plays it and Ray says, that's it, that's it. Yes. And so that's how that verse ended up on the song. Wow. And that's what started the ball yeah. rolling for you, huh? So to speak. With... Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. In a school for me. I mean, honestly, I have, I've always, you know, I've always had prior to joining the band, um, you know, such a big admiration for, for Conjunto Clásico for so many respects, um, you know, as a, as an aspiring composer that I still consider myself, right? As an aspiring composer, um, to be able to, to work next to get advice from Ramon Rodriguez, one of, you know, in my opinion, one of my, you know, one of my favorite composers of all time was just, and continues to be an amazing, amazing experience because we still have a great relationship. So I, um, I think it was just, um, just a blessing and, and, a, and a learning experience that, uh, that I appreciate very much for sure. Excellent, excellent, excellent story. Yeah. But mira, tenemos aquí. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I just wanted to say really quick because I think my wife is listening, so I, I probably would get in trouble if I didn't say that. <laughs> Esa tarde was actually a song that I composed for her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yep. So hi, Mama. Hi, Yancy. If you're listening. <laughs> I hope she's listening too. She should be proud of you <laughs> for sure. But anyway. <laughs> Listen, I, I got two more songs uh, by uh, Conjunto Clásico, but these two songs, a lot of uh, my listeners know that I love live performances, and I play live performances whenever I can. These next two songs are live performances. They're from Cali, a performance in Cali, Colombia. Okay? Yep. And the first song is called Sin, Sin Rumbo Alguno, and followed up with the song that's probably... Uh, uh, People recognize as being definitely the the, the, the song that uh, put Clásico on the on the map. In my opinion, was that they lost Rodriguez. So anyway, I'm going to play those two, and then I'll have you come back and talk a little bit about that, and uh, that'll take care of your undergraduate degree with Conjunto Clásico <laughs> because you're going to go now into your masters uh, with all of uh, your the recent projects and songs that you have uh, either written or sang on, okay? So so the people awesome. get to know your body of work. So here we go with it, Sin Rumbo Alguno. Here we go. Caminan sin rumbo alguno 
Once again, that was in Rumbo Alguno, a live performance by Conjunto Clásico from Cali, Colombia. And uh, anyway, I'm going to follow up with this uh, next live performance. This is a song that uh, a lot of people, many people associate with, with uh, Conjunto Clásico. And this is a live performance of Los Rodriguez, again, Hector et, uh, Luis at the and the vocals so here we go Se ve un río, también se ve un platanal. 
All right, once again, that's the uh, the well-known Telos Rodriguez. Conjunto Clásico, live in Cali, Colombia. And uh, I think Hector had an accident back there. Hector, you all right? <laughs> I'm okay. Was that me? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it could have it been a Latino with the balloon overhead. We get, we get that over here every now and then, I mean, you know, so. You know what? You know what? Let's, let's, let's call it that. So yeah. that way, you know, <laughs> that's what it was. Yep, yeah, exactly. Oh, but then again, you had a you had a plane land near you just re, uh, just t- today, right? What something happened up there? I did, I did. Yeah, we had a plane, a small uh, private plane, land a couple of blocks from us, right in the middle of the street. Wow. Talk, <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk about service, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, that's 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 the new Uber service. Yeah. There you Uber go. Flies. <laughs> Anyway, real quick, you want to mention uh, something about those two songs from Cali, Colombia? Yes, that was an amazing experience because that was actually my first, um, not my first international trip, I think, with Classico, because I actually think my first inter- international trip with Classico was to Africa, believe it or not. Wow. To Morocco. Yep. Morocco. If, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. But um, that was my first trip to Colombia, which, um, as many of you may know, um, first off, Colombia is an amazing uh, market for salsa, Um, you know, even today, um, an amazing market, probably one of the biggest markets for our music um, right now. Um, And so being able to go there with Clásico and then Clásico are like idols, (laughs) you know, Ray. Ray, who is um, wonderfully modest, would always jokely, uh, joking would tell me that um, when we go to Colombia, you're going to see we're, we're going to be treated like the Beatles. And um, <laughs> and honestly, it was amazing. So when we did that first show, it was a big show. It was called, um, which now has become a huge show. It's called um, El Día, uh, what is it? Um, El Festival Mundial de la Salsa. Right. Okay. And that was the first one. El primer Festival Mundial de la Salsa. It was us, uh, Victor Manuel, um, when he was like, you know, coming out with a lot, a lot of real hot stuff, right? In the it's sort of the beginning of the of his boom. Right. Victor Manuel, um, Enclave, um, I think Grupo Nietzsche. Oh. Um, it was just a, an amazing lineup. And um, and Clásico closed that show. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Um, yeah, and so that's an honor, um, it right was there. A, a, amazing, amazing. So, um, you know, and it was it was in El Pascual Guerrero, which is a huge, um, I guess bullfighting and soccer ring, uh-huh. uh, soccer stadium in in Cali, and and it was just an amazing, amazing show. So I was like I said, pretty much just joined Clásico. We finished that first production, Si ella tuviera. Um, and we did that trip. We actually had the release party of Si Ella Estuviera in a club in New York. I don't remember if it was Copa. Actually, I think it was Babalu, Babalu um, which yeah. I think was, yeah, it was owned by Ralph Mercado. I think it used to be, at yeah. one point, it was like one of, yeah, it was, um, I think like an old Latin quarter or something like that. But either way, um, right after that show, we flew to Colombia. Wow. Um and that was my first trip to Colombia with Classico, the first of what became many, almost, you know, my second home um, musically for sure with Classico. Wow. Yeah. I'm envious. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm glad you, you, you went through that. It's, uh, but I, I guess it must be humbling in a way because I know in Colombia, la musica, te, la, la salsa is like a religion to them. You know what I'm saying yep. down there? And yep. you walk down the street and from the stories I've heard, people playing, you know, the musica de la tienda y todo eso. You're riding around yep. in a cab and you're, they're playing your music as you're going to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of thing. So it's uh, wonderful. I'm glad yeah. you, uh, 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 you went through that. You know what? So, uh, but anyway, yep. with that being said, I'm going to, you have something else you want to add to it before I go into this uh, real uh, short drop? No, no, just want to say hi to a couple of people that I'm seeing online and saying hi in the chat. Lynn, your wife, <laughs> just, where, where Brooklyn at? Just want to say hi. Hope that, everything is well. That's right. And um, and 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 we'll chat. You know, with 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 all of the guys that are there. I at least send some shout outs. But want to say hi to Edwin Ortiz. I know we opened up with um, todos saben de rumba. I know he's on as well. So. Um, again, just the, the music has given me great opportunities to make great friends and. And that's what I'm most appreciative of. Yeah. And I could say the same thing. Trust me, because without this, uh, <laughs> without this platform, uh, Mundo Salsa Radio, or, or my show, Manteniendo la Salsa, man, I've I've gotten to know so many wonderful musicians, individuals, and I call them friends now. And they're part of the family now, part of the Mundo Salsa Radio family, just like you are, Hector. So, you know. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So anyway, let, let's pause for a brief message, and we're, we're going to get back uh, with some some of, well, I'll leave it as a surprise. So, <laughs> so here we go. Hola familia, les habla William Millán, desde el Condado de las Reinas en Nueva York, mandándole un gran saludo a todos junto al mantenedor de la salsa, Ricardo Capico, aquí en Mundo Salsa Radio. Que sigan en paz y unidad. Okay, we're back. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna continue with the music now. Uh, we've done we, we we've covered uh, more or less, you know, Hector's uh, tenure with it, the uh, classical. Now this next song I'm gonna play. Uh, you know, I've been doing this show uh, since uh, I would say what, 2016, and then I started Mundo Salsa Radio in 2018. Uh, this song came out in that year, 2018. And I had just started following this gentleman. His name is Leonardo Garcia. And uh, this is the first song that I heard on the album. And it featured Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. When I heard this song, let me tell you something. I'm still picking up my sax. I really loved it. And uh, I said, I have to play this immediately. And I played it on my show immediately. It's become one of my favorites over the years. So this is uh, Leonardo Garcia with uh, a song called La Noche, and it features Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. Enjoy. I know you will. Here we go.
Once again, that was Leonardo Garcia featuring at, uh, Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals with La Noche. And uh, Hector, I, when I first heard this song, man, it really knocked me out. I really love it. It's, it's my ear, one of my earworms. It's an amazing tune, and I'll tell you, every time that I hear it, it knocks me out, but for multiple reasons. One, it's an amazing song. Right. It was also another great opportunity and it, you know, kind of instrumental in, in, in solidifying my friendship with a lot of the guys here in the DMV, including Leonardo. But also it knocks me out because Leonardo really listened to my range. Right. And said, I'm going to make you go about three, you know, three three layers beyond that if you listen to that song yeah. so i was in the studio sweating and then it, it, it was it wasn't an easy recording let's just put it that way and it took a i don't drink too often right guys wink wink um but uh it it, it took a couple of glasses of, of something strong to make it through that song but it's it's an amazing song great composition um yeah great musicianship so yeah it was it, it's an awesome tune yeah, really. I still get a lot of feedback from that number as well on my end. That's great. <laughs> I I really enjoy it every time I hear it, and I, trust me, I hear it a lot. So, but but yeah, anyway, por eso te ronco because you keep playing that song, so okay. you're making me work. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but anyway, listen, uh, you're listening to Manteniendo la Salsa, and this is your host DJ Ricardo Capicu. And if you go to our website, mundosalsaradio.com, you can listen to the music there. And also, uh, on the bottom extreme right, there's a menu icon, three horizontal lines. If you click on that menu icon, that'll open up a little window, which will enable you to sign into our live chat. And uh, you can uh, listen to the music. You could chat away with the other listeners. 
And tonight, you could uh, chat away with Mr. Hector Luis Pagan, Mr. Edwin Ortiz. And, uh, we got some other individuals there that you could chat away with. And, uh, you know, we do this every Friday night. Uh, it's like family getting together, having a great time, listening to some great music, and just forgetting about the things that are happening in the world today. And also on the main website, there's a donate button. And if you feel so inclined, you could send in a small donation. That will help us stay on the air because, you know, we do this for the love of the music. We don't get paid for what we're doing. We respect the artists. We respect the music. We're trying to keep it alive. Unfortunately, there is uh, costs involved in uh, the streaming, uh, also the licensing, and as well as the website maintenance. So any little donation will help us stay on the air a little bit longer, bringing you the music that you love to hear. Anyway, with that being said, that the Hector, at the, we're going to follow up now. Uh, we're concentrating basically on you. There's no more Conjunto Clásico coming up or whatever. This is all you, projects you've been involved in, songs that you have written. Coming up next, we have uh, you with Eduardo Padua. And the name of the song is Te Utilizan. Is there anything you want yeah. to say about that song? Another great number. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I really love this number. So this number was actually written in partnership with Eduardo. He came to me with a napkin <laughs> with some notes wow. and said, this is a story that I want to tell. Um, I won't get into too much details, but you'll hear the song. He says, you know, this is a story that I want to tell um, and um, gave me the um, great opportunity to, to help him do that, which is one of the things that I love about writing, right? That you get the opportunity not only to express you know, your experiences, um, you know, write your, your love stories to the people you love, um, but also to have an opportunity to, to express, you know, ideas, thoughts, and feelings of others. And a lot of the stuff that I've written, you know, especially here in the DMV, um, uh, that, that, that is a consistent theme. Um, and we'll probably, you'll probably hear that as we go through some of these songs where, you know, the, the, the person who's producing the project in this case, Eduardo Padua, um, you know, came to me and said, look, I have this idea. This is a story that I want to tell. Um, and then gave me the honor to, to sort of take that and develop that into a song. Um, and so it's a great, great number. Um, and, and actually I believe, and, and anyone on the chat, please keep me honest. I actually think it's the first song I recorded um, with um, the group, uh, you know, the, the group of great friends that I have here in the DMV, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so here we go. Te utilizan Hector Luis Pagan, Eduardo Padua. Here we go. Enjoy. Eso te causa sufrir, qué cruel 
we're having such a good time here. I'm forgetting uh, that the song stopped. And uh, but anyway, it. Once again, that was Tayuti Lisang, and uh, that was at uh, Eduardo Padua featuring Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. Okay, we're going to come up next with uh, uh, this other song that I really, really like. Now, this is uh, performed by another gentleman from the DMV area. His, na- his name is Dominique Patrick Noel, and it features our good friend Hector Luis Pagan on the vocals. Folks, you got to listen to the words to this song, okay? I stress that. Uh, it's very pertinent. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's happening today. It's, it's very uh, contemporary. That's the word I'm trying to uh, come up with. But anyway, this is Somos, Dominique Patrick Noel, featuring Hector Luis Pagan. And listen to the spoken word in the beginning of the song and uh, enjoy. Here we go. Más importante que la riqueza o el reconocimiento y fama es hacerle caso a la conciencia. Nuestra sociedad vive en el momento sin pensar en el mañana. El que llega a tu puerta con necesidad no debe ser rechazado. Recuerda quién más fue migrante. Somos, somos, todos somos.
All righty. That was Dominique Patrick Noel featuring Hector Luis Pagan, uh, Pagan on the vocals. Somos is the name of the song. Hector, what do you have to say about Somos? That's a great tune, brother. Yeah, that's... Um, so I have... When it comes to my compositions, I have several, at least personal favorites, right, for different reasons. I told you a little bit of Esa Tarde, the fact that it was a song I originally wrote for my wife. It was a song that was going to be included in my first project. It led to me joining Classico. Um, so all of the tunes that I've had an opportunity to write and perform are, are like my babies. And there's always a story behind it, right? Songs is a favorite as well because of the message. Um, I think, as you mentioned earlier, I think it's, you know, things that we, that we forget, right? Um, But it's funny because Dominic came to me, first off, Dominic had the title. And again, if I'm not mistaken, he had the arrangement. So I think that arrangement was done um, potentially for something else, or if I remember correctly, um, and just had the title. He says, Hector, I had this idea, Somos, and I think he had the coro, Somos, Todos Somos. And then he shared some of what he was thinking, you know, society and what we do and what we're doing to the planet. And that's how that song was born. So, um, you know, I think the message is so important. Um, and, you know, I don't, um, I, I'm not necessarily a writer that um, is, you know, gears to social messages. If you really listen to my compositions, I love, you know, rumba and love songs. And um, it's just for no reason. It's just right. We all kind of, um, uh, follow our, our own inspirational path. Right. And so I'm not one that traditionally writes, um, songs that are, you know, sort of geared in that, you know, social with, with great social messages. So that one is special for me. Um, and Dominic had a big part of it, right. Because he came up with the idea, the concept. Um, and that's how that song was born. So I, I, I think it's a great tune. And then I know if you don't mind me, uh, taking the lead in your show, right? As a guest, you know, lo, 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 como se dice, los que llegan a la casa y se quedan con la mesa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that the next tune that you're going to play, um, it's funny because in the chat, um, Edwin actually did remind me of something, that this, this next tune that you're going to play is actually the first tune that I recorded um, when I got here in the DMV, and it was a tune with um, Edwin Ortiz y La Mafia. Um, it's actually a, a cover tune that we did, Bacalao. Um, and yeah, I think, um, Edwin, I think you're right. I think what I do remember is that Teotilizan was the first one that I had composed that was recorded in the area. But yeah, um, Bacalao, which is a great, great tune as well, um, I think is coming up next. Yes, it is. <laughs> right, Richie? I'm yeah. not trying to take your job. I promise no. I can't do it as well. well as you. Rem- remember one thing. This is your show. <laughs> I'm just here, you know, trying to direct traffic and all of that good stuff. But, but, well, you're doing a great job. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But anyway, aquí tenemos este Edwin Ortiz. Hi, Edwin. How you doing, brother? Edwin Ortiz y la mafia del Guaguancó with Bacalao Embrujao. So... Here we go.
se formó tremenda rumba Cada cual cogió su esquina Y me dice la hija de Pepe Vente conmigo para la cocina Le digo mira negrita Yo quiero de tu comida Pues me gusta el bacalao Ay pero que sin brujería Es que me gusta el bacalao Pero que sin brujería Okay, once again, swinging number. That was at the Bacalao and Brujao. That was Edwin Ortiz y la Mafia de Guaguancó. 
great number. I know uh, Edwin's coming out with some new stuff pretty soon, and uh, I played a few of his numbers uh, the past few weeks, so he's got some great material there, that's for sure. And uh, anyway, we're going to continue with uh, another song by Eduardo Padua featuring Fernando El Sonero Mercado. And this is a real nice number. Hector is on the, voc on the chorus on this. At, uh, Hector, you want to mention a little something about uh, Lo Tuyo y Lo Mio? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another one of those numbers where... Um I, I had one of my partners here in crime come to me and say, I have this idea, help me develop it. <laughs> and so Eduardo came to me with the, with the concept of what he was thinking. Um, and so um, I helped him develop the, the composition for Lo Tuyo Lo Mio. Um, and then, yeah, and I, um, you know, I'm participating in the coros and the, in the harmonies of the lead vocals, a, a great production as well, another really cool tune. Okay, very good. So here we go, Eduardo Padua, lo tuyo y lo mío. And also a nice trombone by Carlos Carcepero, big trombone. So here yep. we go. Yo respetando lo tuyo y tú mirando lo mío. Si sigues con ese cuento te vas a ver en un lío. Yo sí soy un caballero 
All right, that's a swinging number for sure. That was Eduardo Padua uh, featuring Fernando El Sonero Mercado with Lo Tuyo y Lo Mio. All right, I was talking to, to Hector. We're looking at the time over here. We said, geez, where did the time go? So, but uh, Hector, real quick, let's, uh, do you want to men- uh, say something to the people out there? It's something that may be in the works because we've already uh, kind of discussed, Matt, are you coming back on the show? Is that absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, first off again, you know, Richie, I really, really appreciate the opportunity. One of the things I definitely want to remind all of our listeners is to definitely hit that donate button. Um, I can tell you as an artist, you know, as a singer, especially in our genre, right, um, all of the artists that are doing this or many of the artists that are doing this are, you know, funding their own projects and um it's it's radio stations like yours richie um and programs like this that are giving us a platform um and so i think you know it's our responsibility as musicians as well to support you um but also listeners you know i think it's very very important i always say you know i I think i saw a meme one day that said you know we're willing to pay you know seven eight dollars for a cup of coffee but not 99 cents to download a song, you know? Exactly. So I think we need to sometimes reconsider that because, um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of work. I can tell you, all of the guys um, that I've been, you know, 
guys and gals that I've had the pleasure of, of being a part of their project. First off, I don't take it for granted, right? The fact that they reach out to me to do anything, whether that's a composition, coro, um, participate as a singer in something that they're investing their time, their effort, their money, um, in many cases, their aspirations and dreams, um, to me is an honor. Um, and so I think it's important that any way that we can support the music um, that we do so. So I, I definitely wanted to, Richie, with your permission, remind people to donate, um, to hit that little green donate button um, on the website. Um, and then um, as far as what I have coming up, um, I am actually very, very excited. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening, um, you know, with a lot of projects that I've been invited to participate in. Um, as you know, um, Edwin Ortiz, you mentioned, is coming out, you know, uh, releasing his project in, um, through singles, um, but releasing his entire production. Um, and I believe, again, Edwin, um, you know, tell me what, if, if this is right, but I think I've wrote, I wrote three songs, I believe, three or four songs in, in his production. Um, two, I think, that have already been released. Um, and a couple more that are coming out, which would make four, I think. Um, Leonardo Garcia, I know, um, Leo, if you don't mind me saying as well, is working on a new project and has given me the privilege to write, I think, a couple of tunes on it. Um, and has also asked if I can, um, record one of the tunes. Hopefully he didn't put it in a, in La Noche range. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, Eduardo Padua is coming out with a new tune, um, I believe, in the next couple of days, the 23rd or 26th of this month, right. uh, which is, yeah, which is a, a co-composition of his and Willie Pagan, D. William, um, and uh, they both offered me the opportunity, um, which I jumped on, uh, to participate as a singer on that. Um, I'm working on a couple things with Dominic. Uh, I think, Richie, when, when you called, right, I was telling you, and, and I let you hear a little piece of a melody that I was working on. Yes, and it's did. actually a tune. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a tune that um, I'm starting uh, to write. Um, uh, that's a concept that uh, that Dominic uh, shared with me and wanted me uh, to, to sort of help him develop. So I'm really excited about that. And then last, I'll tell you that I am actually coming out with my own project, um, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, I've been working on it for uh, quite a while. Um, if you ask Chino Nunez, who's the, the producer, he would say, Hector, it's been done for two years. You're just, <laughs> you're just too picky. Um, but um, but I, um, I'm, I, I'm done. I have nine songs completely recorded, mixed, mastered. Um, I, uh, nine of my compositions, I'm really excited about that. I tried to make the album very, very varied. Um, so I have, you know, uh, there's like a song, there's a song that's going to remind people of Classico and, and my time with Classico, there's stuff that, you know, it's going to, you know, give you that feel of some of the new stuff that I'm doing. Um, so I'm really excited about it. Um, and Richie, um, you know, I haven't even really announced, but um, my plan is um, to come out in the next couple of months um, to come out with the single, the first single for the album. Um, and if you would give me the honor, um, I would love to come on the show and air it on the show here before it's even released, you know, as a uh, as a as a you know, gesture of appreciation for all of your support. Oh, of course. <laughs> 
Oh, that's that'll be great. Trust me, trust me, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hector. I oh, appreciate you and, and and all of your efforts, everything that you know you and the rest of the DJs on the station are doing. You know, you and I have had a lot of conversations. I know that you put in as much work, if not more, than we do as well in creating the music. So we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I put a little bit of effort into it, but uh, and I'm glad it, it it's it's turned out the way it has, and I'm very appreciative of all the friendships I've made along the way, all the support that I've, I we've been getting. But it, you know, it's a two way street, and uh, you know, we're glad to do for you what you know, do for us. So it's all good. <laughs> awesome! Awesome. Alrighty, so we're going to continue with the music. I'm looking at the time here. I want to get some songs in here. And again, uh, yeah, there's some songs I won't be able to play, but guess what? We'll play them in the future. When next time he comes on, uh, and in between, you'll be hearing them, and I'll let you know. So coming up next, this is a song that you wrote, and this is by a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Billy Crespo. Am I correct? Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, correct. In Armonia. Um, another great number, and I'll share with you really quickly. I know we want to get to the music that um, this number, um, uh, again, I believe uh, was the last tune, unfortunately, that was recorded by Hector Licoche. Exactly. So yeah. in this song, yeah, so in this song, you have Billy Crespo. You have uh, Rey Sepulveda and you have Hector Tricoche. Right. Rey Sepulveda being one of my favorite singers also of all time. So um, having an opportunity to, to participate in this project was an awesome, awesome um, opportunity. So Billy, if you're listening, thank you. Um, and Billy has a lot of great music. There's, um, I, there's another tune uh, that I wrote for Billy uh, with, v, with Viti Ruiz. Right. Um, Amigo. Which I think, Amigo, thank you, Amigo, which is another great number. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so here we go. En Armonia. Uh, enjoy. Billy Crespo, Hector Tricoche, and Rey Sepulveda.
Once again, that was Mr. Billy Crespo uh, with En Armonia. Now, this next song I'm going to play, this is a gentleman uh, from Peru. He's also from the, the DMV area. His, he goes by the name, uh, his name is Mr. Renzo Parilla. And um, Hector, you wrote a song for him, right? He, it's called... I did, I did. So let me let me respectfully uh, interject and say it's actually Renzo Chaparro. Oh yeah, oh, uh, sorry, I do yeah, that all Renzo the time. Padilla is a, so Renzo Padilla is another great singer who I had an opportunity to write two songs for while he was with, in an album he did with Jimmy Delgado. But that's a conversation for another day. Mira pa um, ahí, <laughs> so it's a small world. But um, Renzo Chaparro, yeah, yeah um, sorry, uh, Renzo. also. Re- <laughs> no, one of one of, and I say this again respectfully to all of the great singers of the DMV that there's quite a, quite a few, but Renzo's one of my favorites, his style, um, and so again another gentleman who came to me working on his project, you know, making all of the sacrifices that we all make to 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 get his project done, and um, I'm humbled that he gave me the opportunity to to participate as a composer. What? Okay, wonderful. 
I am so... Uh, but anyway, this is uh, Renzo Chaparro with Lo Que Imaginas No Es. Nice number. So here we go. Enjoy.
All righty, once again, that was Renzo Chaparro with Lo Que Imaginas No Es. Yeah, we're running out of time here, folks, and you know something, I got, I just have to uh, say hi to some of the people that are tuned in. Uh, first and foremost, uh, my beautiful wife, Lynn, she's tuned in and joined the show. Este, también tenemos <laughs> my good friend, Leonardo Garcia, he's tuned in, Leo. Pleasure to have you on board, and uh, I got to talk to you soon. And I'm glad you're enjoying the show, Leo. Leo. I really do. Uh, you know, it's all good, man. Also, Dominique Patrick Noel is tuned in. Thank you, Dominique, for tuning in. At, uh, I believe Billy Crespo is tuned in. Uh, Billy, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. I uh, can't forget Marcelina Ramirez, La Filipina. She's tuned in. Marcy's having a great time enjoying the show. Dancing up a storm with her palo parrumba. Thank you, Marcy, for tuning in and for your great support over the years. Este, Toysi from Joycey. She's tuned in. Toysi, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. At the Guest 364. Uh, we have Grandpa Joey, DJ Abuelito. He's tuned in and he's one of our DJs here at Mundo Salsa Radio every Monday evening from 7 to 9. The Salsa Express. Thank you, Joey, for tuning in. Say hi to Mickey and also say hi to Iris. At, uh, Philip Williams from the Boogie Down Bronx is tuned in. Thank you, uh, Philip, for tuning in. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Mr. Ed Montalvo. Just finished moving to a new house in Long Island. Eddie, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. And no, you did not text me, okay? <laughs> but anyway, listen, I want to get... Uh, Hector, you want to say anything and say hi to anybody before we continue? Oh, Mr. Edwin Ortiz, I forgot to mention. Edwin Ortiz is tuned in as well. Thank you, Edwin, for tuning in. And uh, he'll be appearing on the show pretty soon next month. So keep your ears open. So, uh, Hector, what, uh, you would like to say hi? No, absolutely. Just want to say, you know, hi to everyone again. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Really, really appreciate all the support. Um, want to thank all the great artists and all my good friends who tuned in to support. Um, they know they can count on me as well as always. Right. So I truly appreciate that. Um, I want to say hi to my family. Um, I think my wife and my kids are listening. Um, probably have my sister listening. So just want to say hi to everyone. Thank you, as always, for, for all of the, the, the support, right? Um, and, uh, and, no, and again, uh, Richie, I can't thank you enough. So uh, really appreciate it. The time has, has absolutely flown. So I told you, you know, the next show, probably going to have to do a four-hour special. No, no, I know. A mí tampoco. I hear But anyway, yeah, definitely. I'm we'll set you up. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we got <laughs> we got two more songs here for you. We we'll try to get them in. Uh, the ne next one here, El Repique de Dolores, uh, featuring actor Luis Pagan on the vocals. Actor, real quick, anything about this song you want to mention? Yeah, this is a really really interesting song. I don't know where it came from. Sometimes you know my my brain just kind of takes the lead and I let it go but I was sitting down in front of the computer wanted to write a song didn't have any ideas started playing with some beats and some loops the idea came to mind and that's how this song was born and then I got all the guys together um, who as always were willing and said look let's just do it and we created what I think is an amazing tune 
Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. So here we go. Thank you. Repique de Dolores. Enjoy.
Okay, once again, that was Hector Luis Pagan with El Repique de Dolores. It's a wonderful tune, wonderful tune. Anyway, I hate to say this, folks, but we've reached the end of the show. Uh, I want to remind everybody to stay tuned uh, for Ángel Después de Medianoche. Uh, follows directly after the commercial following my show. But uh, before we get to that point, I just once again want to take a few seconds and thank my special guest, Mr. Hector Luis Pagan, for joining us tonight, sharing his history, his uh, musical discography, and his uh, wonderful sense of humor, all of that good stuff. Uh, he's a great individual, and I really appreciate him taking two hours off of his time to spend with us here. Hector. Uh, no, I appreciate you, right? And this is this is uh, paying back. It's it's like a reverse investment, right? Paying back for all of the support that you do for us. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we create uh, all of the music that we create comes from our heart, but it also comes with great sacrifice, right? Financial time, time away from our families. Um, so we really, truly, truly appreciate you, your show, um, and the rest of the DJs and the other shows that, you know, that you have on your station that support our music. So thank you. Thanks for this opportunity. And I look forward to, 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 to being here again. If you, if you had me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely for sure. That goes without saying. I'll be touching base with you pretty soon anyway. So we, we you know, but once again, thanks again. Uh, well, thanks again. Uh, un abrazo para ti la familia. Be safe. All of that good stuff. And uh, once again, thank you. No, thank you. And hopefully, Lynn is going to give you the thumbs up and the sign off that this was a great show. So I said good night. Appreciate both of you. And thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Hector. Thank you so much. So, with that being said, Stay folks. Well. <laughs> That being said, God bless. Take care. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay tuned for Ángel Después de Medianoche. Capicú, out. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend.
Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig for for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.